Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so I have a question. You got a cool shirt on, Davey. Jimmy. Hey. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson uh, ASA shirt. Do you want to, do you want to divulge how much money you paid for that shirt on the show nope. or? Okay. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> weird. I mean, it was, I've it, never seen the shirt in my entire life. It was so. a lot, but it was worth it because it made Davey really, really happy for his birthday. Correct. Um, happy but birthday uh, stop. to no absolutely not i'll leave this disc i'll make you edit things i'll say the cut i'll say the f word i don't care somebody um, serve me uh Dave. not davy oh my god serve me joe but... <laughs> yes serve me. i have a question speak. i have a yeah yep speak okay. your truth if i gave you guys like 24 hours how many different just things do you think you could name like nouns, like just different things. Just nouns? Anything, anything, anything. I How get 24 hours? You have 24 hours. Do you think yeah. you can name 10 grand or 10,000? Oh, that's a good guys. question. Okay, how many minutes? Are so, hours? I have a question. If I say vegetable, yeah. can I then go through like all the different types of vegetable or am I yeah. stuck? Okay. Those are all different okay. things. All right, I'm just, you, you know, because there's one that it describes every, every, and then. Yeah. Now, you can't Google it. It has right. to be things from your brain. Can it be names? Of real people, yeah. It can't just be like a name, because then that's a name, that's not a noun. It's gotta be like but a But names are nouns. But it's gotta be a person. But names are so it has to be a proper what no, not proper noun. It just has to be a person. A person, so place, say... or thing. Joe, a person, place, or thing. Oh man. <laughs> Or an idea. That's also a noun. Or an idea. Yeah. Like yeah. Batman. <laughs> That's a reference. <laughs> I'm just saying. Person, place, or thing. You don't got to complicate it. I'm uh, not complicating it. I'm asking about the rules. Yeah, I could probably say 10 grand. You could, say, say, you could name 10,000 things. Yeah, probably. Well, I what just did I... the math because there's 86,000 seconds in a day. So. If you I'll, name something every eight seconds, then yeah. I'll give you I'll give you a week. And I'll um I'll 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 pay you ten dollars if you come back next week with ten thousand things in a Google Doc. I, I don't even know if I know ten thousand things. Like in general. Well if he gives you a week you don't have to know ten thousand things. Yeah. I don't I do. even see. This yeah. is like a question that I don't even know how to quantify. Like, I can't even mm. imagine how many things is ten thousand. Man, 10, just be ready to peep your DMs, okay? You're about to make five bucks. Oh God! This is twice in a row my mom has called me in the middle of a podcast. I need. Oh to not, my God! I need to I'm not ignore this one. Professional. All right. Let me make sure that my phone is on silent. Anyway, I think you guys should. Matthew's muted. You guys he's having a fun see. time. He's on the phone. You guys should see. Oh, he's taking us off off. his ears. He's taking us you off should, his ears. You guys should hear my offer and name 10,000 things. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. I think I could do that. I think I could do it. If I like had... I, I bet with like three good days of naming, where instead of like flinging myself around on Rocket League, I'm just in Google Docs just typing stuff. I mean, I you could I probably could do, do 10,000 names if you think about it. Like, you could probably do, like, 100 race car drivers. You could probably do more than 100. You could probably do, like, 200, yeah. 300 race car drivers. You could probably do 300, 400 football players. I mean, really... it adds up quick. The only thing that's going to, deter, the, like, be a detriment is, is your time. typing speed. Yeah. 
because race car drivers, sports players, that's true. Sports leagues, teams. Um, but it doesn't have to be names of just people. Like I can say dog, and bed, and chair. Dog. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, like there's probably like a good hundred things in this room that I'm. You know, in. So, there are so many things. Right. There's. This is a good thought experiment because there's like a lot of things that you know. Yeah. Like you probably know at least 10,000. You probably know like 100,000 things, honestly. Oh, yeah. But you don't, you know, you don't access all of them in your brain all at once. You know, that's why it seems like such a scary number. But really, when you think about it, when your brain probably, I probably reference 10,000 things today. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. It's a good thought experiment. Mm hmm. I do really I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you. It's I a do. Nice shirt. It looks really good. It, I'm surprised how clean it is. I know it was probably like what new old stock, but it was like, but it was basically brand new when I pulled it yeah. out. Like it was pr- pristine, that's pretty cool. perfect. Because that's a uh, like, team has a, whatever. That's Hertz, Herzog. 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 Yeah. Team Hesmans. Herzog. <laughs> Lord hey, Hesmans. A, it, I have a shirt. I have a shirt for an ASA stock car team. That is nuts. ASA isn't around anymore, right? Mm-mm. I don't think so. That's sad. It's cool American, series, American Sim Association, ASA, right? Yep, that's what it is. Yep. Remember just... the... Uh, Good. Remember... Yeah, sorry, we're going to talk about fake racing again real quick. That's all right? Um, no. Okay. Remember the... Uh, remember the... There's an AS... There's like a 90s ASA mod. Yeah, for NR two thousand three or eighty late eighties, early nineties, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And man, that mod looks so good. Yeah, the USRL should really use that instead of. Apparently, the the reason everyone's complaining about it when they try to run it is because it's um the template used to paint on it's really bad, and I think that's a lame reason. That's a lame excuse. I think that's a lame reason. Who cares if the template's bad to paint on? Be a good artist. That's that's see. Okay, it's a I challenge. Say that. Well, but okay. I will say we all know that, that I'm a little, little brash sometimes. You are just a little bit. A little bit. And what mm-hmm. I say, I don't usually mean. Well, not in the way I say it, at least. Fair enough. I can respect that. Man, like, what a good-looking mod. I like challenges. It, what a good-looking mod. It's good stuff. A lot. It's it's kind of like uh, it kind of looks like kind of Trans Ammy, and I know people have painted Trans Am mm-hmm. car sets on that mod. Mm-hmm. Oh man, just because yeah, cool. what it's anyway. probably got a, it's got a Camaro in it. Probably what else does it have in it? Um, God, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty Let's sure see. Excel Racing. We used it over there. Yeah. Honestly. It'd be really cool if we could okay, use okay. it though. It's a cool, yeah. it's a cool mod. Sorry, we're talking about NR. How, not, how um, did um fun. how did the USRL RX thing go? Um, it was fine. I think a lot of people were overreacting a little bit, and that's okay. Well, I think they know that they were. We don't have to get into that, but no, yeah. no, 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 no. no. It, it's fine. Like I, I don't harbor any ill will towards anyone. I, I just, do. I, I think. <laughs> I it went really well and the car car count wasn't as good as we expected it to be and I understand that that's upsetting for someone who puts in a lot of work but it was a holiday yeah. weekend but for the weekend that we had and the amount of people that we had and like you know all the factors that led to whatever happened happening the race itself was fantastic yeah it was fun so the race was yeah, good man and actually it, I, raced in his own league 
I was really happy, it's Matt. Ra- I was so Matt. I like. I was very happy you raced. I had fun. Really I've been planning on running the USRX stuff, and I'm and I'm planning on running season nine again. So yeah. I get it. When you... Fast Twenty Nine's broadcasting, you race. When JTN's broadcasting, you don't race. I get it. Yeah. Listen, Matt. I gotta tell you. You gotta you gotta invest some time somewhere down the road and run next L. I'm planning on it. I oh. was busy yesterday, so I. I like I like oh this series will be a fun little gag you know this this is a cool little throwback to a, a year that not a lot of people really care about but like it's still like a nostalgia hit for a yeah. lot of people it'll be cool the racing has been phenomenal every week Fontana Fontana and Atlanta have probably been two of the best sim racing races I've been a part of in a while like it's just been so good the racing's yeah. been good like like everyone has fun like it was just such a good time. We had two green flag stops last night to end off a run, and the margin of victory was under like three tenths. Yeah, I and, saw that. That's we cool. All all backed up together. I think the I think the total margin of victory over the entire season so far still isn't over a second. Oh over three gosh. races. It's just been yeah, awesome. I've, I've been wanting to. I just haven't gone around to paint my car yet, and I've been That's busy the, like three Mondays in a row. So <laughs> I'm planning on being there. Maybe I'll yeah. paint my car after this. So we'll see. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to have you. But anyway, you guys ready to light show. this popsicle stand? We got a show to record here, boys. We do. Ew. This is the Fake Racers podcast. Um, it is indeed. You know yes. who we are, but if you don't, I'm Joe. I'm Davey. I'm Matthew. And we're gonna good. take you through another great week of racing and drama. Unironically, drama. too. Drama. Drama. And fire. So a lot of fire. Southern Five Hundred. <laughs> It's a pretty big race if you didn't already know. It is Labor Day weekend, baby. Yeah, we had our seventeenth winner of the year. We did indeed. <laughs> that is such an absurd number. That is wild. That is that is big. I don't think anyone like. I think we're going to get to eighteen. Who do you think is going to be the next winner? I think we can get to nineteen. Who do you think is going to be the next two winners? Uh, Bubba and Truex. Yeah, That's a good shout. Truex is a probable one. Yeah, I think Bubba's going to win this weekend. <laughs> Like, we have the Roval coming up. All the Dinger could win that. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Bam, we could get twenty winners. <laughs> that's weird. I don't even want to think that about that. Would it. be Let's move on. Two thirds of the full time field winning a race would be that is absurd. Insane. <laughs> oh my gosh! But Eric Jones, first win for Petty GMS. I'm uh, trying not to be an idiot here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep my um. A journalistic Joe. integrity. Joe. What? When Parker Klegerman won that truck race earlier this year. I can't, I'm not going to scream. Oh, do it. No, because yeah, so it's don't late. Get opportunities it's, to. Yeah, but it's 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 11 p.m. We're recording this. It's late. Do that like sounds a like, hush, yeah. it's like a hush scream. Ah. <laughs> it's not what I meant. I know. But. Um, you got that really cool blurry filter. camera going so out of focus? <laughs> Good lord, what is going on? I can't refocus it either. It just decided to do that. I guess you have to be right up on it now. That's okay. Well, it's doing something. It's trying. That's insane. Yeah. I don't want to like. Oh. There he is. There you go. Hey. Look at that. That's what I'm talking about. Um, no, Eric Jones wins the Southern 500. Uh, he becomes the second youngest driver to win it twice behind Jeff Gordon. Uh, um, <laughs> I saw some really cool numbers today because, d- again, Eric, 
Eric Jones is a driver that a lot of people like to say is not good. Um, his numbers are better than Kevin Harvick's numbers at this point in his career. That's pretty funny. Um, also, he's the same age as some other pretty young drivers at better teams, um, if not younger. Alex Bowman and Chase Briscoe. Um, I saw I saw that tweet so. where listing off like his stats through his first like five years or whatever, or his age twenty six season, and I was like. I bet you Joe liked this, and then I saw the thing at the top. I was like, Joe Twinsky liked this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, but, can always, you always know. Um, no, I just it, it's a big win, and we're going to talk about the things that kind of led up to it here in a couple seconds. But you know, non-playoff guy, first time a non-playoff guys won the first race, which I didn't realize that was a thing, but I guess it is. <laughs> um, obviously this. Kind of, again, the 17 winners thing is big, but for a team that, again, this is this is the RPM 43 team just with backing, right? I think it's yeah. a big thing. There's there's more technical backing there. They have more resources. Uh, Maury Gallagher and GMS have invested a lot of money into getting setup plates at the shop uh, for at GMS. And I think they're, are they in Statesville? I forget where they are, but they're... Ooh. They're somewhere in there. They're not welcome mm-hmm. anymore. Um, is is the big thing. Big yeah. thing is they're not are welcome they, are anymore. They, are they not welcome there anymore? No, they're not welcome there anymore. <laughs> um, especially after letting go of Ty Dillon. This is right? going to drag on. This one's going to drag on. But my point, my point being is, <laughs> when you invest in a team and you invest in a good driver, you get results. They've gotten really good results this year. Uh, I see a lot of people saying that, you know. Oh, shouldn't win it. Probably didn't think he was going to win a race. I thought he was going to win a race pretty much after Fontana. Oh, yeah. He's had great speed all Because, year. again, you put these young drivers, and it doesn't matter if it's Eric Jones. It could be Noah Gregson next year. It can be a, um, it can be a Justin Haley. It can be a, you know, Christopher Bell. It can Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain. Some of these younger guys are at least less experienced running in good equipment guys. Mm. Um, if you put them in positions to win consistency consistently at a higher clip than you have in years previous, eventually they're going to be able to figure it out a little bit quicker. And did it take the 43 team, you know, a big lucky circumstance with Kyle Busch blowing up right in front of him and Martin Truex Jr. losing a belt off the engine? Sure, it did. But again, they put themselves in position throughout the race. They climbed up through the field. They took advantage of their driver... And this is what you see all the good teams across the sport do. You take advantage of your driver's skill set. How many times have you said on this show that Martin Truex Jr. gets exactly what he what he has in his car out of his car? Oh, yeah. Yep. And that is what Cole Pern was so good at with getting out of Martin Truex Jr., giving him a really good race car, knowing that he was going to get a good result. If you gave him a bad race car, he was going to get a bad result. That's just how it was. Mm. So... In doing that, you have to find those right crew chiefs. And seeing a guy like Dave Ellens get his first win, and you know you got the Michigan-Michigan connection there, which is awesome, but um, just really cool. 200th win for the 43. We can say all these things. I'm just really happy, and I haven't. I didn't. I thought I was going to be a little more emotional after he won. I think I was still in kind of shock that he won when he <laughs> won, honestly, because it's you know you don't see blue smoke coming out of two sides of a race car very often in 2022. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I was really happy. I was really happy. I wore all my Eric Jones stuff yesterday when I went out to the store. So, hey, do you guys think Joe thought about this win? Matt, do you think Joe thought about this win a little bit? And just, you know, maybe a little bit. Hmm. 
I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, but, it's. It, I mean, yeah, they've been knocking on the door, winning all year. So should have won Talladega. It, it, was, a, it was only a matter of time. Made so. a mistake. Hey, he made a mistake. He didn't spire. Made a mistake. Yeah. That was on them. But yep. You know, it again, it, and it was the same thing with Daniel Suarez earlier this year. Ross Chastain, Tyler Reddick. They, you know, you, you can only knock on the door so long before you got to kick it down. So, so. Um, Kevin Harvick has some pretty Enfuego. Con- wait, no, actually, Chase Elliott was out early in the race. That's what we got to start with. Um, haha, he has used up his 40 point gap to the cut line. <laughs> He's still, I think, 15 or 12 points to the good because a lot of other playoff drivers had issues. Yeah. Um, Chase Elliott's been a little weird lately. As lately, of like the dude. Yeah. Like the last like five weeks. Yeah, Chase Elliott's been ever since been... his hot his hot streak kind of putered out. I don't. I don't know what I want to call it because he doesn't necessarily seem all that miserable, but he kind of does. He's got like a tood problem, man. Yeah, he's got, he's got he's a little, little tood. He's a little sassy. You think he's pregnant? <laughs> I don't he's know if you can just, say that. I think he <laughs> just needs to grow instead of growing out the handlebar mustache that he had. He needs to go like full dastardly villain and just be like sinister Chase Elliott and just be like <laughs> evil. <laughs> hey shout out to him for I'm showing emotion point. again that we have criticized him for and a lot of people have right yeah but it, he's it just sums off i don't know if watkins glenn is still sitting wrong in his craw or um but he was kind of weird before that too well yeah some, i mean he's, he's been he's weird some... since before Mich- michigan was awful for the nine team right Mm. They didn't have speed. I think that he admitted that. I'm sure Alan Gustafson would admit it. Um, mm. That's a track that they've usually performed pretty well at, and they couldn't crack the top ten. Mm. Um, but ever since that, what, Atlanta win? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I know yeah, he yeah. got Pocono, but not really, right? And... Yeah. Even that he was weird about. Like... Exactly. Yeah. Some, some, he... I wonder. Something in the weird. team. He's just been weird. Yeah. yeah. Don't know if they said, "Hey Chase, you're winning too much. Let's uh, let's redistribute some of your resources. <laughs> <laughs> try to help the 24 and 48 perform a little bit better." Yeah. Yeah. Give me. Hmm. Um. I don't know the way the way they've been. I know William Byron just got his just got a top ten, but for like the first like, time since what Martin's Sonoma, Sonoma last yeah. top ten. Jesus. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. People people are like, "Oh, Hendrick's so good with the next. No, they're not. Yeah. Yeah, no. They're, I mean, they're not team as a whole. Good. You, Gibbs, maybe? I think I think they're fine. Hendrick's fine. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't, but I don't think there's been one team that's like distinguished themselves like we've seen with new cars in the past. Yeah, I think people also are yeah, not to that extent. like wrapped up in just how dominant Hendrick was last year. Because like if you look at most four car teams in history, like most teams would kill to have their worst driver 12th in points, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Most two car teams would kill for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Harvick's car combusts spontaneously into flames. It's mm. happened a bunch of times since Stuart Haas cars this year too, which is weird. Two two it's times. Ha- it's happened to Custer like three times. It's happened to Fords more frequently. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But it's happened to all the manufacturers. Um, so Harvick and I—I I wish I would play. I would have got the audio and I could have played it for you guys. But uh, 
I'm sure you guys saw the comments that he made because yeah. they were pretty freaking funny. They were like very pointed as as yeah as bold as you can get. Yeah. So same with uh, same with Rodney Childers, Childers, Rodney Childers tweets as which, well. Which his I take more stock of when it comes to the car. Mm-hmm. Because Kevin Harvick's coming from a Naturally. perspective is I was on fire and I don't know why and they won't fix it and I'm on fire. Yeah. Rodney's at least got CAD models and engineering knowledge yeah. and all that type of Naturally, stuff. Naturally, right? the crew chief. So has I would more. think I, I take more stock in his and seeing his comments be that far. You know, maybe he's taking something from his driver. I don't know. Um, NASCAR did announce some changes today. They're going to allow teams to kind of cut out a panel there. Um, that should help alleviate some of the, cause what it is, is they have this, um, compot the composite material and the composite material is more flammable than, you know, stainless steel, which is what they're going to replace it with. They're also letting that they're also advising teams to drop the exhaust as low, as far down as they can away from the rocker boxes. So I don't know how that's going to work, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Congratulations. You got yourself an extra inch clearance. Woohoo. Um, I, I I don't know how any of this stuff works. I I wish I did. I wish I had CAD yeah. models. But my point being, um, these aren't the changes that I think people want, and it's kind of troubling to see people. Ricky actually sent out a really good tweet last week. Um, and I mm. retweeted it from the JTN account about talking about how people, all these people, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're seeing. They just know that oh, the car's not safe. Blah 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 blah. And it's almost like they're rooting for someone to get really hurt or something really bad to happen. Mm-hmm. And you have to be really careful when you are talking about this in a public sphere. And this isn't about drivers. This is about fans. You have to be really careful with what you say and how you say it. Because it's not like NASCAR wants these guys to get hurt. Which Harvick kind of insinuated. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Kind of made it out like, oh, they don't care. Which, to a degree, I understand where he's coming from. It, yeah. Very much the rollout of this car was money over safety, money over anything. That's why this car got rolled out like it did in the shape it did. But that was never going to be stopped. Which I don't think people give enough st- put enough stock in. Because it mm. already got delayed a year. And teams had already yeah. made budgets for the car being here in 2021. Mm. So is it fair criticism to a degree? But to say they don't care about the safety is might be where you kind of cross the line. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that is also just a level of exaggeration from the fans who routinely find reasons to criticize NASCAR, whether right or wrong. Um, the nature in which they do that, I feel like, is what is usually put into question. Um, and then as far as, far as Kevin Harvick goes, I, I, I don't, I'm not surprised that a driver who was just on fire is going to throw a little bit of exaggeration. And in a driver there. that throws everyone else under the buses off whenever he gets the chance, right? I mean, it's yeah, fair point. That's yeah, Kevin Harvick, and that's fine. Yeah. Very successful person. It's fine. And I mean. At the end of the day, I think we're looking at one of the another one of the things that NASCAR will probably look at 
changing over the off season when they can manufacture a bunch of new parts and get them out all in time to all the teams while we're not racing. So, yeah, it's they're in a position where, you, especially with uh, not just the fire thing, but with the the impacts that people have been taking. Obviously, you're in a position where you can't really do it now because of where we are into the season. But I think a lot of the hyperbolic reaction stems from frustration from fans and drivers because we saw this coming over a year ago. And whether or not those rumors were true, NASCAR basically just went, no, nothing's wrong. And that, well, clearly it is, you know, and whether or not there was something they could do in that time, it seems like they're negligent whether or not they are. So. Yeah, and I know they made change. They even made changes to the car last yeah. November, and yeah, that's nice. But the whole the whole time they kind of like even some of the interviews that I saw back then, they were very confident in the safety of the next gen car, which they should be. But yeah, the know, last thing you want to do is go out there and be like, "This car is super unsafe. We got to change it." Yeah, you know, obviously, exactly. I understand why they they took the PR strategy they did. But, but it, it is it's dangerous because it comes back and they get a little bit of egg on their face when we have what we have this year where drivers yeah. drivers are complaining and things are happening at a consistent rate, not just one offs where, you know, one driver may have said he got it. It's a lot of drivers saying they're taking hard hits. Do you remember when the wheels weren't safe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gone away. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, the difference with that, though, is that's a problem that you can, you know, practice for. So. I, I yeah. What the easiest course of action that NASCAR could take at this time is allow teams some more room when it comes to com- driver comfort is what I would assume. I don't know how much it's going to help, right? But giving them ways where they can do different things with the seats. Um, but yeah, with the way the chassis is right now, with the way the box tubing is structured on the back end, which again, another good part about this car being modular is the fact that, hey, we could just change the rear clip. We don't have to change the entire chassis. It's not all one piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, and I'm just thinking about that now, but that's another thing to th- think about. Um, you know, they're not going to tell teams, hey, we're going to change the chassis on you because, again, you can't fabricate 40 of these in a week. Yeah. Um, that's why you had so much problem, so many problems at the beginning of the year. So it's just it, it's a it's a cat and mouse game between the drivers and the sanctioning body right now. But what to say, how to say it, when to say it. Um, Denny Hamlin sitting out of the Xfinity race, I think, was a big thing. Yeah, that and was that came out of nowhere, too. How much of that do you think maybe was a little bit of a statement too on top of? Oh, I think it, he's one of the leaders for the driver council at this point in the garage area. I think it was a, a lot of a statement. I'm sh- also, you got to think he's running for the playoffs. It, he's not going to risk getting yeah. hurt, not going to yeah. hurt himself more driving. I mean, Darlington's a tough, rough racetrack. Yeah. So last, last racetrack, you want to pull a double header right after getting your bell rung. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's troubling. NASCAR put themselves, painted themselves in this box, put themselves in this box. It's their own fault. Um, but asking them to change something right now, like they can flip a light switch, is probably not the right way to go about things. Fair? Yeah. Fair. Kyle Busch is the bigger story. Blew up. Kaboom. 
He's outside the playoffs right now. Obviously, the contract stuff looms. A very, uh, very nice interview from Kyle. Mm. Juxtapose that with his interview after this race last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, where almost the same thing happened. No, he got involved mm. in a wreck, I think, last year. But nonetheless, yeah. he got knocked Still out got of the race. Out. Yeah. Um, very complimentary of his crew. Which is new for Kyle. Very yeah, I was gonna say very un Kyle Bush last. <laughs> um oh, man. Which kind of points towards you know the, the writing on the wall that we've all seen throughout the summer that he's not gonna be back in the eighteen. Mm. Um there's a reason Ty Gibbs is in the twenty three and not uh not John Hunter Nemechek like the original plan was. Yep. So um nonetheless. This kind of Kyle Swan song is going to be very awkward if he's out of the playoffs after the first round, I think. Yeah. And that team has speed. I think they could fight back and get back through it. But uh, they haven't had a top five since Gateway, is it? Wow. Really? Yeah. I don't. It might even be top ten. I'm pretty sure it's just top five, though. I, I mean they but they've been fast, right? Like am I am I, am I wrong? Like they've been they, they finished ten, they've they have two top tens in the last four races. Okay, yeah, so top, top five. Their last their last top five was Gateway. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So um, And I mean after Gateway, uh if you include Pocono, they had seven straight eight straight races outside the top ten. So, yeah. Rough summer for Kyle Bush. Thought they had been running better. That's why the next-gen car is so weird, because you also think that Kyle Larson has been running awful, but he's been running pretty good. Yeah. Right? Like, right? Like, what is going on? <laughs> That's what happens when you win 10 races in the All-Star the year before. Yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny to look at, yeah, like this kind of season where he's like, oh, he's won two races, and he's like fifth in points, and people are like, what a disappointment. Yep. <laughs> it's, 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 that's a crazy juxtaposition to put on somebody. Well, yeah, but he ran over Chase to win both of those races. Yeah. Well, here we go. Get out Tough. of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> Tough. Get out of the way as he blocks him into the wall for one of the incidents and absolutely just misses the corner. <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> um. No, but Darlington was awesome. Uh, we spent oh, yeah. we have spent way too much time talking about it. That's that's on me. But uh, Xfinity was even better of a finish Dude. in terms God, of pure what racing. A, what a race! Um, so Noah Gregson ends up winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Kyle Larson, he has a really good battle with Sheldon Creed. Matthew, here's your Sheldon Creed. <laughs> insane. Dude, I literally had the Sheldon Creed Thursday video queued up, and then I had to delete the tweet before I hit post. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> it, can you do your Sheldon Creed? Oh, yeah. Sheldon Creed! Thank you. Um, Thank you. Racing. Uh, Creed is actually, I think he's 15 or 16 points off the bubble now behind Ryan C. And 12. Mm. Right around there. Let me check. So, um, within striking distance with two races before the playoffs start there in the Xfinity Series. Um, Kyle Larson, though, racing with a lot of respect, roughed up Creed, not on purpose, because he gave him, let him get his momentum back, which I thought was a really cool move by Kyle, yeah. um, mm. showing why he is a champion, why he's a good champion for his sport, mm. um, despite what some, uh, teammates of his would say, probably. Oh. Oh. Um, 
but that, that was really, fantastic racing also so people that thought that sheldon was like just trying to video game move it through three and four what do you not understand about a flat tire going into the corner right mm. like sheldon had yeah. a flat tire right? like yeah you saw that i saw he, that he, 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 he sailed it into the corner but he was expecting it to stick but had a flat tire and so he kind of just slammed the wall it was like oh, okay <laughs> i guess yeah, this he, is my life now he, he mad it and he tried to get it when he tried to get it unstuck off the wall he couldn't yeah but um uh, was, he's, uh, he's also 16 points behind see look at my here. brain regardless that racing was phenomenal sheldon creed did a really good job defending those last 10 or so laps i mean just flawless un like really really good at some point when the car when the two cars behind you are that much faster than you, though, you're going to end up, they're going to end yeah. up getting beside you. But really, up until that point, did a really good job keeping Larson behind him, um, who was the faster car by quite a bit. Um, I was really impressed. I was actually very impressed. I, I didn't think Sheldon Creed kind of had that in him. No, he's good. He's obviously good. He's a good race car driver. Didn't know he had that in him, though. It was very, uh, it was very smart defending it was very it was very uh cranial you know um and then obviously they, they, they they're getting together in the final lap but I, like no one did anything wrong like yeah. no one yeah. larson didn't do anything wrong sheldon creed didn't do anything wrong that was just aggressive that that is as much contact as you can have without it being dirty driving like that was so much fun such a good race yeah, if you was... didn't watch that finish you missed out I was like really bummed out in the moment because I wanted Creed to get that, and yeah, I was too. like ready to be mad at Larson, even though he's one of my guys. And then I saw them like, like high five and and like having fun <laughs> after the race, and I was like, all right, I can't be mad if Sheldon Creed's not mad. So yeah, I, like seriously, <laughs> no that, one like, did anything wrong. Yeah. Exactly. It was just short track racing. Again, again, that is the most amount of contact you can have without it being dirty driving. Like Good that point. was just phenomenal, phenomenal. Agreed. It was aggressive, but yeah, it wasn't. Oh, when aggressive yeah. goes around for the win it was for the win at Darlington. That's that's just that's yeah. classic stuff. Great little finish to the race that got rain delayed in the middle and Brandon got Jones, finish. I think, qualified on pole like. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, Scott McLaughlin went one at Portland. Um, yeah. cements himself as a top. 10 driver in open wheel history most likely oh my God, no, i'm not even gonna we're not we're not doing that we're not doing that some people got really mad about it we're not doing it uh will power though maintains his points lead 20 over scott dixon and joseph newgarden um i'm ready up, to count out scott dixon sets up a very interesting laguna seca this weekend Absolutely no way that Scott Dixon wins this weekend. You can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. Um, but the one thing I do want to look at, and I want to ask you guys about, where did Marcus Erickson and crew go wrong? Uh, not by not selling Husky chocolate in America. That's well. That's wrong. number one. That's yeah. that's like number one A. Number one B is they didn't capitalize on their points lead at all. They just kind of like, oh, okay, y'all points lead. They just didn't do anything. Yeah. Just tried to. I don't know. Conservative. They just, they, they conservative just weren't aggressive. Racing never works in IndyCar. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And by the time they started getting aggressive, it was too late. Mm-hmm. What yeah, about? I didn't realize he's thirty-nine points behind the leaders now. Yeah. yeah. Like stupid amount. Yeah, they fell off a cliff. Scott Dixon's gonna win this damn championship. <laughs> 
it was an interesting was, race from Portland, though, right? I mean, it was, it was oh, nice yeah. to not have to have two TVs on to watch both races. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and then you had Penis VK putting Johnson in the wall on the front stretch. That was dumb. That was pretty dumb. Yeah. It's just... I like, saw... What? Uh, all I have to say about that is not clear, so... You, Do I need you, to buy you a spotter, bro? Come on. You know that the... the what is it? The the correct thing by the worst person you know or something? What is it? Oh, the, the worst person you know just made a great point. Yes, that Yeah, one. yeah, that, that fake um, article, yeah. I saw someone make a good point at that. Um, talking about... I don't know if it was that person specifically. Maybe they just liked it, and I, that's how it came up. But Are talk- you thinking... Is it David Land? No. Oh. It's a friend of ours. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a joke. Okay. Okay. I like uh, how I, I just say, compared. I, I just compared our friend, whoever this is, to David Land. So I still don't know who it is that we're comparing him to, but they just got compared to David Land. So um, eat that one up. Talking about, uh, what if Alonzo, Jimmy Johnson, some of these other big names didn't come over IndyCar? What would the sport look like? What identity would it have? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it would, they would still look like Indy cars, I'd imagine. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> Point being, <laughs> series has had a lot of positive momentum from last year, and it just mm-hmm. it just it feels like they failed to capitalize on it this year, right? Am I wrong in thinking that? Um, I mean, I would I have liked know. to see Jimmy Johnson promoted more. I know he's run like crap. Sorry, Davey, but he has. Compared not to the, the rest oldest. of the field. But sure, not the oldest. Whatever. Um, point being, like, promote him. Promote, you know, promote your Joseph Newgardens, even if people yeah. don't like him. I don't know why people don't like him, but whatever. You're starting to sound like those people. What? Just market it better. Well, not not what I'm saying. <laughs> you ha- be- Just make social media posts. <laughs> Be selective in the drivers that you market and where and how you market them. Like, it's it's not just, oh, go market them. Because if I market Jack Harvey, I don't think that's as... Su- and that's not anything to do with Jack Harvey. <laughs> oh, my God. But 80% of casual motorsports fans aren't going to be able to relate with Jack Harvey off the drop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can more likely relate with a Joseph Newgarden who grew up in Nashville. I can more likely relate to a, you know, Alexander Rossi if he would freaking do these things because, hey, look, haha, funny, he's the edgy emo kid from high school. Like, <laughs> but do you get my point? Yeah, yeah I get it. I get like, it. it's IndyCar takes a, hey, let's market everyone the same. When A driver needs to be marketed as A driver, B driver, B driver, C driver, C driver, D, E, whatever, all the way down the grid. You can market drivers. Like, that's what NASCAR, like, NASCAR did such a good job with that new blood versus old head, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Oh, look, the young guns are coming in. People are like, well, haha, look, the young guns sucked and the, the old guys won. Hey, look now, who's winning more of the races? Yeah. So... It's not about the results that season. It's not about, you know, Alexander Rossi going on a big tear next year with McLaren because you're marketing him. 
it's about getting fans and fan bases set up for when those drivers break through, when those drivers start having those good years, because that's when you're going to see the effects of the positive marketing you did in 2022 or 2023. And maybe yeah. we haven't seen the effects of the defy everyone or everything, whatever the tagline is, which is a really good tagline. Well, that's another yeah, like and one that's coming to mind immediately is is. Um... NASCAR obviously does this, but where they record all the drivers on like a stage and like doing different stuff. And then when they go to commercial, it's like, we'll be right back. Chase Elliott leads. And it's him just like, you know, like, why not do some of that? That stuff, you know, and like that stuff, that <laughs> stuff is like stuff silly, but like that adds character yeah. like that. It, You're like, that, oh, that's what that guy looks like. OK, yeah, adds character to the broadcast, adds character to the driver. If they let him have a little bit of freedom with yeah. it, you know, it's like. Again, the, uh, and we talked about this when they were in um, when IndyCar was in Nashville. I think with how they, a lot of drivers skipped the media, almost all but like five drivers skipped the media bullpen. All of them except that, the Penske drivers. And yeah. that's and that is a, I mean that right there tells you if I mean yeah. If they but weren't all the Penske that, drivers, they might they, not have gone. But, but yeah, things like tells. that are a symptom of what we're talking about. And Indy, IndyCar, I feel like markets well. I feel like. I have to be careful when I phrase that. I think IndyCar's brand is good. I think IndyCar, yes. IndyCar's marketing is 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 good. But the way that they tell stories isn't thought out. Like there isn't a cohesive message yeah. that's conveyed to a broadcast or conveyed to anyone who puts out IndyCar related content that tells a compelling story about anyone. How are you fumbling the bag so hard with Lee Diffie being your lead commentator? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. And I don't know if anyone else has ever noticed this, but it just feels like the IndyCar broadcasts are so disconnected from the sport itself. And the only time that they really do a good job is the Indy 500. But that's because that story writes itself. Yeah. And like the 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 commentary itself and the coverage is good, but it, it yes. like, there's no emotion to it. Yes. Yes. 100 yeah. percent. Like it doesn't feel like it's a part of IndyCar. It feels like someone showed up with a camera and they're talking about the race as it's happening. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's there's a fly buzzing around, but it doesn't feel it, it never feels <laughs> it just never feels like it's ingrained. Like I feel like when NASCAR shows up, there's a relationship. There's a there's a symbiotic relationship with everyone that's at the racetrack. And I feel like with the IndyCar broadcast and then IndyCar it's disjointed as a culture, there's a fence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely see what you're saying. It makes the broadcast harder to follow, in my opinion. It it doesn't tell as good a story. I mean, it's just all these things that we talk about every week that if they could just put all these pieces together, they really could capitalize on the great racing and, and the great characters. No one's trying to say they need to pull the same TV numbers as F1, as NASCAR. As... They just need to see positive, positive numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a shame because the product's great. And yeah. from what I can tell, the at track experience for IndyCar in the last few years has been incredible. Okay, and so it's only gotten better. That's that's the Roger Penske effect, man. Like, yes, dude, dude knows how to promote his sport, brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. It's about figuring it out on this TV side. Yes, that's I all think, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because like Iowa, obviously, I know that was a high V thing, but at the end of the day, that relationship pay dividends i mean the I, iowa looked like iowa looked like a grand Prix weekend kind of event like it mm -hmm. just looked an, another level you know and it was it was good it's a positive thing i think 
Like they're doing great there. Just Keep need to fix up. the podcast. You can't, you can't have the little blip that they've had this year continue into next year. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as it is. But yeah. um, do we want to talk about the F1 Red Bull drama at all? Because I didn't really see it, but I saw a lot of people complaining about it, so I put it on the show sheet. But also, who gives a crap at this point about F1 because it's become a circus that people try to say NASCAR is and, you know, F1's, yeah. F1's a freaking circus just as much and it really makes me angry when people say just be like F1 and it's like, no. Yeah, I'm not connected on the F1 drama this week, this time. Sorry, boys. I, from what I know, again, I couldn't watch the race. It was team orders suck. All right. Basically, <laughs> Red Bull using their using AlphaTauri to manipulate the safety car and and get Max Verstappen back in the place. Is, and... is the accusation that's not proven? Yeah. Remember, this isn't yeah. spin game. This and, is. Uh, I mean, they've done they they had done that with Toro Rosso like a few times in years past as well, allegedly. So it's yeah. not new. It's almost like if you have four out of 20 cars on the grid owned by the same team or same company, maybe they're going to collude with each other. <laughs> Seems a little bit like a conflict of interest. Um, no. I think. Yeah. That and the, uh, the Dutch fans were classy this week. So yeah, well, they always yeah. are, man. So, always are not making their, you know, their people have their beef with Max Verstappen and not making that any and better. Fans. And their dad, they did not help themselves, especially by throwing flares at Lewis Hamilton. So, one of them was a security worker. That was funny. <laughs> a dude in uniform throwing shit on the track. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird behavior. Anyway, they're at Monza this weekend. Yeah, I didn't put that on here. Do we care though? Ford's a Ferrari. Carlos Sainz will qualify sixth and finish eighth. Charles Leclerc will qualify near the front, probably run near the front, finish fourth. Yeah. Thank you. Also, are those those yellow liveries real? Oh, yes. I think that's cursed. That's truly cursed. I love it. I think Ferrari yellow clears Ferrari red. Hot take. My little opinion. Yeah. Okay. I like Mm -hmm. Ferrari yellow. Anyway, um, Uh, that's our Formula Formula 1 talk. F1. Hey, folks. Remember when you said, hey, NASCAR, do drive to survive? Um, Hey, it, it premiered, and it had worse TV numbers than Austin Dillon's Life in the Fast Lane, but also uh, 10, 10 well, p.m. start, probably not the way to go. To that just proves that Austin Dillon is the best NASCAR driver. So That's what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that from people. Anyways, um, Davey and I watched it. Matthew mm-hmm. did not get the opportunity to watch it yet. For anyone else yeah. that hasn't been able to watch it yet, it is for free on the USA Network YouTube channel. You can watch it. Right now, the whole episode, the whole episode. I don't know. I, I recommend. I doubt it. they're going to do it for the whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I hope that it's eventually on my favorite streaming service, Peacock. Uh, yeah. So I had we to get hey, sponsored by them eventually. And listen, hey, I'd be nice. down. Hey, I like the, Peacock. Peacock's good. The Rich Eisen show just moved off Peacock, so there's a slot open. Did there really? we go. Yeah, he's what on if, Roku now. There we go. That's so he's on Roku? Yeah. Listen, hey, listen. What? We have connections with Husky Chocolate. We have connections with Husky Chocolate. All we got to do... Oh, we could get the get a Fake Husky, Research Podcast a, presented a Husky, by Husky Chocolate on Peacock. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 
presented by Husky Chocolate, and we could be like, mm, drinking my Husky Chocolate here. It's water because they don't sell it here, but yeah. Husky Chocolate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write with Sharpie on this, just Husky, husky Chocolate. Cho- I need a Husky Chocolate deal. I, when, I work at a sticker shop. When they sell to America, I'm drinking Husky Chocolate out of the JTN mug. I'm, oh, I'm, dude, do it I'm drinking so. Husky Chocolate out of the JTN cup. It's It got lost. So. <laughs> the cup? Yeah. I'm going to send you guys cup. pint glasses next. Hopefully, Hell hopefully it doesn't show up. Like I can't wait. I wish they had shot Davey's glasses, gonna man. Davy's gonna sick. get a box of sand. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is, I'm pretty sure their printing facility is down there, like around Jacksonville. Ah, oh, dude, I'll just go up and get another one. Or maybe it's in Alabama. Race for the championship series. Um, moving on. It. I thought it was good. I have my problems with it. But Do you want to start there? It was very good. Uh, let's start with the good because okay. I thought the all the stuff away from the track was phenomenal. Humanized I, the drivers a little bit more than we've seen in the past. Yeah, that conversation between Kyle Larson and Jeff Gordon was really awkward. Well, it was that was one of those to, forced things. They tried to act like a camera wasn't in there, which I think would have been cool if they maybe like stuck a little camera in the corner, and then walked out like a static camera. Yeah, you know, kind yep. of more drive to survive style where like. You know, you have the access, but you're not influencing it by like a guy holding a camera looking at you. Yeah, a little awkward, but um, that's just kind of like, you know, a different. I, I know a lot of people have their complaints with Drive to Survive this year, but at the end of the day, that's just like a difference in the quality of crew. Obviously, Drive to Survive was massively popular because it told a really compelling story. A really talented crew worked on it and made that happen. Um, Very talented I, crew for this other. I, I struggle to believe they're more talented or as talented as the original Drive to they, Survive crew. They but that's probably okay. don't have as much money, too. Don't that's forget, this is fair. a show yeah. at 10 p.m. on the USA Network. <laughs> yeah. That's also fair. I can tell that there's not as much access with the teams, which I think is unfortunate and is going to be the downfall of the show. Um, good. Counterpoint, that allows them to put more of the actual drivers' lives into the show. But I don't... like. I know you don't care, and I get like, what you're going for, but I think this show isn't isn't going to try to show you the inner workings of a NASCAR team. I think it's going to show you the inner workings of a race car driver's brain. I think that's I think what they're going for. I think there's something to that, but I do want to see more stuff at the shop. I agree with you. Not, it doesn't have to be like working on race cars. I don't no, care about no, no, that. No. I, but, but there's a lot of work that goes on at the race shop or a lot of work that a driver does. I, like the stuff with the driver's kids is cool and all. But like the like, like, for example, Daniel Suarez training at Trackhouse with that little dot thing. That was great. I love that. It, you know, Daniel Suarez working out at the shop. I think those are really cool shots. But like Joey Logano watching his kid drive a power wheels around. I don't like it's it's cool. It humanizes them. It's really nice. I care about that less. That, but that's not a negative point that I have yeah, with the show. Yeah. That's just something that I would prefer personally. Can Can I just say, Go Joey Logano having his wife as contact as my hot ass wife has the same energy as that ninja tweet about his what brawless wife bringing him a sandwich while he plays League of Legends. So, <laughs> but uh, but Joey Logano has a significantly cooler career. To be fair, yeah, yeah, true, yeah, he's not. Ninja, <laughs> so. He's also not a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Ooh. but um overall i really like the the way from the track stuff even though it's not what i prefer it was cool um kyle larson going through his shop of race cars and stuff was cool 
you know, I like I like all that. And walking by this, the iRacing Sims was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching him with there. the buddy, and I totally made a joke about it. Nothing of significance happened here, you guys. He just walked Nothing right at all. by it, and I'm like, oh man, there's where the thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know that would it would have been a good joke if they were like anything special about this and he'd just be like nope <laughs> when they when they when they finally got to la for the clash i really liked the communication and the garage area and stuff like that Being i like the, the i like really the, cool the hauler i like the practice coverage and i like some of the I, I I struggle with this because I I know this happens in every show and this even happens in Radioactive, but the radio stuff being kind of chopped up, I was a little disappointed by, but I expect it. Yeah. Um, you know, my Davey's main problem here it is. Yeah, Sorry, you know what his problem. problem is. My main problem, and it bugs me to no end, and I knew it was going to be a thing because it's a thing in every racing related show. Too much damn time was spent on the racetrack for the race. And I think that sounds like a weird complaint, but hear me out. Formula One's Drive to Survive stuff, there's a lot of time spent on the racetrack during the race. I feel like this works for Formula One because a lot more can be done from the pit box. A lot more can be done as a team with the characters that they invest time into, like Gunther Steiner and the drivers and everyone involved and, you know, journalists and broadcasters. There's a lot more going on during a Formula One race as a whole. There, there's a lot more going on, but there's less people, so it's all more concentrated. You know, you don't yes. have to follow 40 cars around or 40. Whereas if you are a NASCAR race, the, the extent of what you can do from the pit box is press this little button right here and say, all right, XYZ thing. And I'm sorry, but we don't have to drag that out. We can make the race about five minutes shorter in the show because it dragged on and they made the last like 10 laps just, I mean, they made it feel longer in the show than it actually was in the race. I mean, we don't need all that. Get to the race, get to the nitty gritty. It was really funny. They kept using like the same like three shots for the last the last laps of the race where Kyle Busch and Joey Logano are yeah. really close. Wish and they then they weren't. show the actual they actually they show the actual checkered flag lap right after that where the gap is like a straightaway. And it's just like it's like 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 we didn't have to do all that. We didn't have to push it along. We didn't have to like add suspension that wasn't needed. Like I get it and I get that to an extent that we can add that, but add it in the middle of the race and then shorten the actual ending of the race up and you know like like we can we can restructure how the race is, is presented to us and have a much more compelling uh you know section of the show and then focus a little more on post race which i felt the post race was a, was very brief yeah um and i feel like that would be the most interesting part which sorry no, you're good. I feel like I feel like post race debriefs and and meetings and and stuff in the hauler or at the shop on Monday or Tuesday would do us much better than filler content of cars going around a racetrack with random radio messages that were plucked from 400 laps earlier in the race. I think this this episode in specific was with it being the the pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of those issues you won't see as that you brought up you won't see as much i would like to i would like to believe that um i would think that episodes maybe this next week's episode probably just focuses on the daytona 500 because the daytona 500 is that event Mm -hmm. 
Um, but maybe episodes after that are looking at three, four races. Right. Right. So there's still some things there where they're not going to be able to show that much race footage because they have all these other things to go through. And that's maybe where they show some more of the post race stuff. Like I would think this next week's episode, the start of it's going to be a lot of post race stuff. It'd be nice from the Coliseum race. One thing I really liked, they're following them at testing at Phoenix. I forgot to mention that. That was really cool. And having Chase Elliott and Alan Gustafson's conversation about the brakes on the car and some different issues, and I completely forget, and it's slipping my mind because I watched it on Friday. They couldn't pump the brakes. It just... It was, but there was other stuff, too, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...that have been issues that we've seen with this car throughout the year. was cool. I don't know. That might just be me. I don't think it is, but... I thought that nah, was good. You're right. Okay, I, I totally forgot out these say, issues. That was one of the cool parts. Yeah. All the way back in February, and we're only starting to hear about them and see them now. So. Mm. Um, I don't know. But really cool show. Again, I hope they make it more available to people. It's kind of hard giving them a 10 p.m. time slot on the USA Network for a docuseries. Not that yeah. there aren't really, I don't know if there's really any other good time slots. But then again, you, you know, it works out pretty well for the West Coast. So, mm. you know, they like that West Coast LA market. That's why they should just put it on Peacock. It probably is. It, it might already be or it will be probably mm. would be yeah. my guess eventually. Yeah. Anyway, that was my, yeah. much like my explanation about my negative points. Didn't have to drag the race on that long. <laughs> <laughs> IndyCar is from Lag- at Laguna Seca this weekend. It's the championship race, I believe. I don't know what time it starts. Might be going head to head with NASCAR. Oof, um, that sucks. Yeah. Not sure. That stinks, dude. Because I doubt it's a 1 p.m. start on the West Coast. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, so noon here. Yeah. So, you thinking about going? Or is that like really That's- far away? Um, it's a few hours away, but it's going to be like 110 degrees all week. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I might, we were planning on going to this place called frog town to go BMX racing this weekend for a Mm -hmm. state qualifier. And that's up in the air because it's just so hot. Yeah. So, um, but 20 points separate power from new garden Dixon. Uh, give me your champion. And if they're different from the race winner, Scott Dixon, I think, uh, I think Dixon wins the race, but I think Power holds on for the title. Let me be clear. I'd like for Power to hold on to the title. I want Power to win. But Dixie. I worry about Will Power's consistency this year. Um, He's brought it as of late. Yeah. But early in the year, it didn't feel like this 12 team was as consistent, at least top 5 consistent, maybe top 10 consistent, which top 10 consistent doesn't win you championships in any car. Um... It's also hard to ignore. He's had these, you know, late race or even season finale, you know, uh, collapses before. Not to say that he's going to, but nonetheless, that's got to be in the back of your mind. I'm picking him for the championship. I'm picking Colton Herter to win the race in his last race before he leaves for F1. Yeah, and he he replaces (laughs) Max Verstappen. So, ew. Um, NASCAR is in Kansas this weekend. It is. Trucks, who you got? Davey's got Parker Klingerman or Ryan Priest. Which one you pick? Uh, yes, both of them. All right, cool. Uh, They're gonna tie. Matt. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling dumb. Give me Brett Moffitt because he's running the race. I'm gonna take Carson Hosevar. Um, 
Just gotta not make a mistake eventually. Um, <laughs> Xfinity. Insane. Ooh. Brandon, Brandon Jones. Jones. Damn it. <laughs> you get him. You get him. Yeah. It was perfectly synced up on my end. I know. <laughs> um, who you want, Matt? Uh, give me Josh Berry. All right, I'm taking Sheldon Creed then because that was my second pick. That is yeah. nuts that we both said Brandon Jones at the exact same time. Why did we say? I mean, he's good because he's, he's good one. He's one there. Yeah. yeah. Um, did he also wreck in the middle of the straightaway here once too? A cup series. <laughs> Changing the subject. Um, I'm picking first, Bubba Wallace. I called it at the start okay. of the show. I'm going crazy for the playoffs, man. Eric Jones yeah, just Joe's won at Darlington. Chris Busher. Ooh. <laughs> Dang, I'm feeling wild. Got to get 18 to winners. Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but it's gonna be a good weekend of racing, folks, as it always is. Uh, Monza's this weekend too, but we do not care. Yeah. Um, because F1 doesn't care. <laughs> Fair, it's true. Fix the yeah, super license system. Anyways, folks, cannot thank you enough for watching the Fake Racers podcast this week. Uh, remember to like the video down below, subscribe, like us on your podcast platform if you're listening. We appreciate you folks out there in podcast land. Might even have left the Davy slip of the F word in there. Probably not, though, because now I said something and now I got to get rid of it. Oh, man. That was a mental note for me, for all the podcast listeners out there. Um, we're going to have some new content coming here on the channel, I think, on JTN2. Matt, you want to tell the folks about it? Yeah, back by unpopular demand. That's right. It's oof sides. Uh, <laughs> uh, we put nice. it together. We recorded our season one preview or week one preview uh, today. How so. long was it? Uh, it's probably going to be split into two episodes because it was two hours. So, <laughs> okay. So, Lord. so what did I tell you guys to do, Joe? I don't care. Oof sides is a clearly inferior show. We've talked about this. Uh, we I mean, reject we're at an all... hour right now, but like, yeah. brother, two we got hours. Really carried away talking about Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson. So, <laughs> like, very carried away. I don't know if I want this <laughs> on my channel now. No, is is good. So, we we didn't have Jack there, so it was respectful conversation. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about a couple of things <laughs> with that group, aren't I can, we? I can edit Jack out. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got the audio all split, right? You just... Just take him out. Yeah, exactly. I can mute him individually. Just so. delete him. But no, it was a good episode. Um, it's probably going to be split into two, but if it's not, there's a two-hour episode of Oofsides coming out. So. It should just be, <laughs> just, just make it a two-hour episode. Or just split it up by topic and then put the podcast out in long form. Could do that, too. Um, oh this is nuts. Algorithms, Davey. <laughs> algorithms. But uh, yeah. again, we're JTN. And by JTN, I mean me. Uh, very... <laughs> happy for you guys to bring oof sides over to jtn2 it's that uh, give us some more stuff and it was a fun show last year and you guys have a lot of fun doing it and yeah. trying to give you guys a little bit of a bigger we already birthed our first meme of the year so okay Jesus. can't wait for that um and there's no videos associated with that folks so if you like seeing matt's face again the only place you can do that is right here on the fake racers podcast because disqualified just doesn't happen anymore apparently um, um especially with oh, oof sides starting see. now so it's going to be harder for matt <laughs> now he's got two podcasts he's got to do oh boy oh God, i got three if you count this <laughs> that's what uh, i was i was saying you don't oh. you're not going to do disqualified because you already got two now uh, we're going to do disqualified okay still waiting still waiting for episode three is this show over yet nope davy you got any links or are you just being sassy over there oh i'm sassy 
All right. Davey's links are down in the video description below. Um, okay. Matt's links are down in the video description below. Uh, the JTN links are down in the video description below. Tommy's links, for some reason, are probably down there in the video description below. <laughs> Cannot thank you folks enough, as always, for watching. Again, leave us a review, comment, do all those stuff. Uh, we appreciate when you do. With that being said, though, we'll see you guys next week on the Fake Racers Podcast. You guys think this sounds like a pirate ship? Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. Or listening. <laughs>